an inner view with the Rian Gallagher. Beautiful. Oh, praise the Lord. Hello and welcome to episode 15. I should really I should really know what episode it is coming on to do this intro. I th- I think it's episode. Welcome to the episode. Um happy Christmas. Um I hope they were as good as they could have been. I mean, let's be serious. It's been a bit of a, been a bit of an odd, been a bit of an odd year in it. So, I suppose it's natural that maybe the Christmases would have followed suit too. But yeah, I think you know, in in these kind of situations, it's just best just to literally just to make the best of of, of the situation you're in. Um, sometimes as hard as that is. Um, so yeah, you know, I just I just hope you had a happy Christmas. Um, and yeah, you know, let's, you know, we're not, we're, we're now not far away from New Year. Um, yeah, there was a, there was a quote I read, uh, recently in a book, um, that said, uh, it, it felt like you were entombed from the rest of humanity. And I feel like that's kind of, it's kind of a good little sum up of the year that's just gone with regards to Mr. COVID. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's scuppered so many things. It's it's you know, it's it's yeah, put dents in in, in a lot of things. You know, and, you know, it's it, you know, a lot of a lot of good has come out of it. Um, you know, if you've used that that thing called time well. Um uh yeah, but also, you know, it's it's scuppered a lot of plans and a lot of a lot of bad things have come out of it too. So I mean, yeah, let's just hope that 2021 is uh is a lot more kind of fluid and yeah, a bit more kind of a bit easier on the on the heart and soul and mind than than, than the you've just had. Um, yeah, it's very hard to plan, you know. So it's just a a day by day go with the flow thing. Um, yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, I recently watched a film uh, called Green Book, um, which yeah, I think. It was it was just amazing. It had everything involved. You know, there was there was a reference to the times in America. There was class issues in there. There was race. There was um, you know, music. Um, yeah, beautiful story between two characters. It was just a real, a real beautiful, sweet, heartwarming film. So if you need a bit of a bit of cheering up and a bit of kind of um, yeah, a bit of geeing up, it was it's definitely one to 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 watch and to to have in your kind of. Yeah, your scope. Uh, if you're looking for a film to watch, um, yeah, this uh, this this episode <clears throat> is with the guy who we had the very first episode with, um, Mr. Savas Nicholas. Um, he has um, developed this. I suppose it's predominantly like a weight a weight loss thing, but also it's kind of a <clears throat> excuse me. It's also kind of like a I suppose like a lifestyle. Um, sort of coaching thing as well. It's 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 a kind of a holistic way of, of of kind of dealing with like weight loss and yeah nutrition and just all you know. Again, a very he's a very knowledgeable man. Um, and yeah, I just I, I just kind of thought you know, go, going into the new year, people often try these diets and they you know you know they try they they go on a diet for like a week. And then they get back into the same, and and you know that that's kind of what a, you know a diet is. It's like a temporary thing to, yeah, temporary plug to go back into to then eventually to go back into what you were doing before. Whereas whereas you know Sav has got this wildlife thing, and it's 
it's a bit different to that you know it, it it's 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 drawing on ancient wisdom and techniques and um and you know yeah having having sav as the kind of the kind of person that is guiding you in it in 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 like in essence i suppose um yeah it's just a beautiful thing he's got and yeah we 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 talk about that in 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 the podcast so i won't give any more away but yeah i just thought you know rather than rather than get on these diets and you know join the gym and you know that lasts for two weeks well you can't join the gym anyway because it's shut but um yeah this this might be just an alternative if if you are conscious of or if you are wanting to to make certain changes going to the new year so um i really hope you enjoy our chat um and yeah just just thank you for 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 listening and for all the support you've 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 like given um the podcast over this last i think it might have been lockdown i started so like yeah maybe like coming up to a year um and yeah just remember it is okay not to be okay i think that's something i've i've kind of grasped in this last kind of this last kind of uh, well it's this like second lockdown thing is that you know times are hard times are shit um uh all completely relative, you know, to to your circumstance, and yeah, to to kind of drift through this kind of period in a you know a cloud of everything's great, everything's okay. Sometimes it's not, and it isn't. You know, it's a it's a it's been a real kind of attack on our freedom, humanity, the way we do our lives, whatever you might call it. So yeah, man, it's cool not to be okay. It's cool to be a bit down. It's 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 it, it it's okay to feel worried and anxious and you know because the the future's uncertain. And but I think you know in 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 all of that there is hope. There is hope the vaccine will work. There's hope that you know we can kind of get back to some frame of normality. Um, so yeah, just uh, have patience with yourself. Have patience with the people you're around. And uh, yeah, enjoy the chat. Thank you for listening. Okay, ciao, bye. I wanted to tell them that if I could have led a different life, could have led a different life. But now I need somebody who could ease my mind, need somebody who could ease my mind. You know I need the remedy to kill my face, need the value to sleep at night, night. So we're here to talk about the wild life. with your man. Pink is it? Not pink. What's it? What's it called? Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thug. Is it thug life? No. Pop life. But I thought I'd pop in the wild life. No, I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Thank you. <laughs> you can use that in whatever you want, really. It's yours. I think I might be by. I need like I want to start recording you on my blog post and just make like a five-minute digestible. Some of them maybe ten minutes digestible like audio clip, mm. and then I need a little intro. So maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so yours, baby. Even that oh. a wild thing. Ooh, yeah. Make me love. It. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you could take take the content wild seriously after that. Think I love you. And then they have a picture to you hanging upside down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could go for humor. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you you got you got to make fun of your flaws. Like if you, I mean, if you're trying to, I mean, lose weight anyway. Is that a cat? Yeah, that. There was a cat somewhere. Is she she has, do you want to just open the door? She locked in a box, or because it, she'll scratch the carpet up otherwise. And uh, yeah, it's quite. Um, 
Öyle gibi. Come on, Dusky. I'm sorry. I've been, uh, been neglecting you all day. Yeah. Sorry, I'm taking your daddy now. You're going to be back soon. Come on. She must have groomed herself because I didn't groom her. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you look after your clients better than do your cats have. Oh, I hope so. Look, uh, I've, uh, I've got a groomer with this weird little... Uh... Oh, Is it there? What are we looking for? A strange comb. Comb. Ah, here we go. Oh. Dusky, come here. <laughs> You're needed, young young cat. You're needed. Uh, when she comes back, we'll sort of yeah, we'll do that. Do that grooming thing. Um, yeah. Good catch. So reactions are good. Okay, <laughs> good. Life is going good. This this wildlife stuff really is working. <laughs> what what's the best catch you've ever done? Recently. There was, uh, I was in a shop somewhere, and it was a, it was a bit of glass, and it was like going down, and I just like, oh really? Uh, yeah, I was, I was in a health food shop, and it it just it was, and everyone's like, oh, you know, you get that like, oh, I was like, yeah, <laughs> I did used to be a goalkeeper, <laughs> and you just don't lose it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's quite good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing though when you just your body just takes over, and then suddenly you've caught this thing that you just. The reaction. Yeah, yeah you, do, you had no no right in catching. You feel way. like you're 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 like Matrix style, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. like Keanu Reeves doing the. You could do a thousand takes and you never do that again. <laughs> you know, you know, in the first Spider-Man, like the newer, not the the older, new, newer, older, older, old, the Peter P Peter Parker Pepper Puppet. No, um, yeah, you know the one that came out like I don't know, like to Toby to Toby Maguire. Yeah. So they did three. Yeah, and then the new dude came in. And then they did another three, and it was exactly the same, but it was different. Mm, same, same, different. So the first three, mm. the first one, you know, when he's like before, when he's discovering his Spider-Man. Yeah. And then there's a bit where he like drops all his food, and he's in the he's in the lunch, he's in the yes. he's in the line, yes, he's yes, in yes, the, yes, yes. Having like, well, I don't know what they call it in America, um, recess, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then he cat like he like drops all the stuff, and he's got a plate, he's got a tray, and he catches. Apparently they had to do like 100 takes and they did, they did that in... Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Apparently they did it in like real life. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah. That must have been a long day at the... Uh, Apparently, yeah. Long I day did, on the set. I heard that it was, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like when, uh, when, when uh, Beckham tried to do that, that, did the advert but his like thing was was, 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 was he had to hit the uh, like a uh, the po um, golf thing. The golf... The flag? Flag. That's the devil. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> and apparently it took him like it took him just yonks to do like days upon days and like, but eventually got it and it was just like this big like <gasps> oh wow he's okay. done it yeah, yeah. yeah. long live Bex <laughs> were you a big Bex fan? yeah really? yeah why like why like what what, what do you find so appealing about Bex? what 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 do I or did I? What do do or did do or do um, what did I? I just that, like that, playing as a, as a player that right foot yeah, yeah, the right foot was just beautiful. It's just, it was just a, it was just a, it's just a thing of beauty, mm -hmm. wasn't it? Really, just could ping a ball in from anywhere, and it generally hit someone's head. And didn't have any pace. I like that as well. Yeah, just didn't yeah. have any pace. Yeah, that's start the thing off with. Had no pace. Could you reckon you could get away with it now? Oh, there's a question. I don't know. Yeah, back a minute. Do you think it's that good? I mean, yeah. could he play? So, did did Bex just only play on the wing? Like, what was was he ever playing? Like, he he towards the end of his career, played yeah. centre mid, didn't he? So yeah, maybe he could, yeah, maybe it's a Rooney type situation, right? Mm. But he 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 did that too soon, though. Rooney, he he was he was doing that when he was fucking like nineteen. He was like coming back, searching for the ball at right, yeah. nineteen. But you know, like he just did it too soon. He's, do you, you think he did it too back. soon when he was at United? Yeah. Definitely, there were there there were times where they needed a number nine. They needed someone mm. up front to score goals, and he was back here yeah, trying right, to yeah. trying to play ball. I just didn't really. But do do you think that there was just a symptom of the team just being 
shite. Uh, possibly. Because that was... But then, but then Scott, was Skulls there? Was Skulls still there? He was doing that, wasn't he? Was he? Didn't Skulls retire when Fergie retired? Because wasn't Rooney just started maybe. dicking about basically once Fer- Fergie left, he just started... Maybe. Because I, I don't remember him playing that much of a central midfield role when Fergie was there. Mm. Maybe you're right. That was a weird sound. Uh, oh yeah, sorry, that was a microphone. <laughs> that wasn't the old yogurt straining. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just I feel like the the thing the thing with Bex is I just remember like I just remember f- just forgetting that he was a footballer basically, because right. like, he was just so mega famous and like my uh, yeah I, I I'm just gonna blame on my mom. She just used to. Just talk about him all the time because he was in the chat shows. All bit, he wouldn't be this without Bex, like all this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, and then it was just you know, oh, you know, you know, Bex was famous for like uh, no, sorry, po- Posh was famous first, Posh like or Bex. you know, Posh was famous first. He made him who he was, you know, who he is. <laughs> he made him who he is, and I was just like, well, and I forgot they even used to kick a ball like for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, well <laughs> F- Ferguson said that he was the only like player that that chose fame over football, mm-hmm. and. Didn't he say literally that like, he was the only player who 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 wanted to be famous? Like yeah. he was just different from the others. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's to be fair, he's flipping cool. Though, yeah, he's great, man. <laughs> Looks great. He's just got. <laughs> he even talks like an arsehole, but yeah, he's, yeah. Like, just like a dopey bastard. But he's just he's still great. Everyone used to well make fun of his voice, but mm. I don't think he's that. He's got a bit of a you know. Like, well, it was just know. a bit slow, wasn't it? And um, <laughs> he used to and them um, a lot. Um, yeah, you know. Kick the ball, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. Well, I just um, looked up and like and crossed it in, and um... you know, you know that age-old adage of footballers being age-old adage of footballers just being not the brightest tick. Hmm. Do you, like what? What do you make of that? <sighs> I mean, after hearing what your brother said about Peter Crouch. And he was listening to the, pod, the Peter Crouch that, that Peter Crouch podcast, mm. and saying that he doesn't even have to pack his, their underpants when they go somewhere. It's all just literally they they, they just turn up uh, and, yeah. and it's all just done for them. Yeah, you you don't from, from the sounds of that you don't really have to think. You don't have to think outside the box because because it literally <laughs> no it's just pun intended. No pun intended, man. <laughs> it's just it's just there on a plate for you. Mm. So 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 it's no it's 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 no surprise that that yeah and. And then when that when that's kind of fed in with this whole idea that you know if you be, if you become a footballer you'll get famous loads of money, why why people need to to be smart? Why 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 would you need to become smart? <clears throat> I I have started to think the flip side though. I think that like the pressure is so big now that if you're not switched on, it's just going to con- either consume you mm. or the the level the bar is being pushed so high that you're just not going to be able to keep up. Like take a player like Ndombele for Tottenham, right? Mm. Like. Like if he was smart, he'd be performing by now, and then people would be saying that he's worth a hundred million. Mm. You know, say, and then, and then, you know, if he wanted to move on, he could get a bigger paycheck somewhere else. Mm. But if he just can't run, yeah, you know, a smart footballer figure out how to run. Like, I, I, it's not intelligence is not necessarily like, you know, are you an academic? It's more about uh, football. Okay, All right. I, I remember hearing somewhere there's like, you know, more than ten different types of intelligence, something right. Okay. And clearly footballers have certain types that like, you know, you and me will never, never have, right? Like spatial intelligence. Um, Vision. You know, visual, visual intelligence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like stuff like that, right? So, yeah. you know, uh, proprioception, which is, uh, you know, something that just comes naturally to people, right? So, and, and others just don't have it. So is that, you know, I'd argue that's a type of intelligence, right? It's a type of having good proprioception is a good... It's you know it's it's what is what what is proprioception? So it's knowledge of your body in space, like awareness in space. Right. So, for example, so I have particularly poor proprioception. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's terrible. <laughs> right. And like I've tried to improve it, but I can see you know I work with people like my coach, for example, who's got amazing proprioception, and 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 for some people it's so good that they find it difficult to explain. Right, right, but I'd argue that's a type of intelligence that it could could be learnt, but also is, you know, you could be a genius in proprioception, for example. I'd. Do you would you would you look at someone's proprioception when when they come to you for for like for coaching or for, or for wildlife? Does that does, does that come into your 
uh, I don't know, sphere of what you're analysing when you're looking for some when you when when someone comes to you to say, hey, I I need this or I need that or whatever it is. I need to, I need to lose weight. I need to. It's not it's not that important. Uh, so so I'd say good proprioception comes as as an awareness to your whole to your whole body and physiology, right? Like body and mind together, like that will create good proprioception. So like, so do you do you do you kind of um, try and I don't know? Would you would you try and enhance someone's proprioception if that is if if that is possible? If, o- only if I'm like training someone to get fitter, for example. Like okay. so to understand the basic foundations of movement, hmm. it requires you to. Most people have like zero proprioception. Uh, or, or very extremely poor proprioception. I put it that way. Zero means you're just drunk, right? Um, <laughs> uh, but z- basically, essentially, you know, from a ver- very low level of uh, proprioception, and, and I actually think it comes. It's, it's actually very good to learn from someone like me who just has none naturally. I can, I can <laughs> <It's> definitely <laughs> adhere to that. Yes, it's true. I'm pretty, I'm pretty clumsy, uh, <laughs> and so. Um, yeah, so so I've actually had to learn like such basic parts of movement mm. uh, that you know you kind of have to move through the kind of four stages of like um, you know unconscious incompetence all the way to what's it consciously in- competent conscious competence I oh, know un- no, in- unconscious competence unconscious competence yeah. no, no unconscious unconscious incompetence to yes. conscious incompetence yeah to conscious competence to in- unconscious competence Compet- yeah right right. So most people don't know they do essentially like in layman's terms, most people don't know they get wrong. Then you say, no, for example, you're doing a press up, right? If I say you're doing it all with your shoulders like that, most people just even if they watch the video of someone doing a press up properly, explaining it, when they went to do it, they'd still be doing that. Mm-hmm. Right? So so the first thing is like to, you need to kind of understand why it's bad. Like why don't you want to do a press up with your traps, right? The second one is, okay, now you understand it's it's bad you've now got motivation to do it properly and you kind of need to know why like why if you do if you do 100 press-ups with your traps like this is that going to be you know detrimental to many many like to your progress basically then so so right so once you understand that then you can move forward and say okay well right now i need to actually do a press-up with like my back engaged um and actually you know creating tension in my lats and keep my shoulders down and then pressing into the proper position with my arms, my forearms at right, at right angles, right? Only, you know, w- once you actually understand that movement, it can take months before someone can get to a, to a even, co- you know, conscious, competent uh, level. That like, they start actually, it starts, you know, you know, transferring over to other types of movement, right? Mm. But, and, and still, even after, you know, two years of me trying to do it properly, Still, when I first like try and do a you know a st- different type of pull up, I'm there all still with my traps like this, right? Yeah. And and pulling and pushing are are you know one and the same. They're, it's exactly the same shape you're performing at different angle, but you want to make sure the same things are correct, right? Mm. So for example, if I do a push up or a uh, or a row, right? I'm I'm in exactly the same body shape, and I want to be maintaining exactly the same type of structure. And, and the exact same principles apply, just doing the opposite motion, right? But still, <laughs> it sounds so simple. <laughs> and yet, it's still so difficult to get right because you're, because you need like, to be, you need to be conscious of how you're doing it wrong. And now, now slowly over time, I've been, you know, but more and more movements I try and do, I can get it right, you know, kind of first time or, or quickly. Because you've, 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 you spent the time, you spent the, the effort learning how to, how to do the moves properly, how to properly engage the right muscles in your exactly in your, in your torso mm. exactly and it, it it kind of i mean the beautiful thing about training is and and the strange thing about it is like you can say uh um you know it's like if you say i'm exercising right what are you doing whoa i thought there's two ways of looking at it. if you say i'm training it means you're training to improve okay yeah, yeah. if you say i'm training it means you're training to improve and it's kind of what does that look like? Well, well, often it's kind of you doing the movement wrong like a thousand times, like try, we're trying to consciously do it right until you can kind of you know unconsciously do it right. So, so the first time you try and do, say for example, you do a squat, you've seen someone do a squat on like a YouTube video, right? 
and you try and do it and it just feels awkward and you're just like, what the hell is this? You often, like, I, I think, I'd say like a large percent of people actually just give up at that point because it feels so awkward. And and a squat is like one of the most basic moves you could do. It turns out to be one of the most complicated. But but there are there are many more movements. So the first time you do it, you feel like, oh my God, this is like impossible. Like the first time I did a false grip pull-up on, on the rings, which is basically a pull-up where your your arms are are like that. Yeah. So the first time I had a false grip pull-up, like the pain and the and how awkward it was on my wrists and everything. And like you just have to keep doing it and just finding ways around, you know, kind of consciously finding ways around it. Until now I can go on, you know, almost most of the time, set my arms there and then just do a pull and it feels kind of even almost comfortable, right? right? Like I found that comfortable position. But it's because I've done a lot, like I've had to train my mind. I've had to train my body neurologically, not just not just me thinking about it, but me actually understanding it by doing it. Oh, wow. Right, so, so yeah, there are kind of a lot of, um, there are a lot of levels to to physical performance that that are beyond like you just thinking about it and doing it. Like you have to actually embed it into part of your and 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 is that is, would you would you would you would you attempt to do that with people if 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 for example you were coaching someone or 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 you were taking them you know to the gym or, or is, I don't know how, how would how would you would you is that is that something you would do is like is it look at their movements and how they're doing things and absolutely yeah like break. Yeah. So the first thing I was trying to do is just break down the movements into like, just stick with the most basic ones. So, so the most basic things. The, the, so yeah, literally the most basic ones you can be doing are just like, can you hold yourself into a plank, right? What does that look like? Okay, are you doing it all with your traps, or are you able to clamp down your shoulders and and maintain your back? Uh, you know, tension in your back. Do you keep your your you know your glutes tight? Are you like clamping your um adductors together are you pointing your toes or or flex like how are you doing it or what's the what patterns have you built up over time and unfortunately because most people aren't training or haven't trained from a young age they're kind of just probably doing it wrong right they're probably using the easiest path to achieve something small like you know if i pick something up and pick up something heavy naturally over time i'm not trained myself to do it correctly by picking up lots of heavy things from a young age I'm going to just start pulling everything on my traps. Right. Okay. Here we go. Test. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. I'm planking here. I'm planking. Is this plank? Is that plank? Uh, either way. Either way. Uh, do, do arm straight. Arm straight. Arm straight? Yeah, yeah. Arm straight. Okay. Okay. Do, do, in, the, do, do into the microphone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so Ryan, you want to... So, first thing is to create... So, yeah, you're kind of coming into your traps a bit. So... So what you want to do is make sure your elbows are shining towards that door, right? There you go, there you go. But you want your fingers, your f index finger, to also be towards the door. Yeah, yeah. So you, yeah, there you go, there you go, there you go. Right? Okay. So now, can you feel your lats activating? You basically want to activate your lats in that position. What, what lats? Where your your the these. Oh, I feel them. Yeah, yeah. So you can feel. But so I think you can actually clamp those more down. So you basically want to screw your shoulders into your back. Screw my shoulders into my back. Yeah. Yeah. They, okay. But also, you don't want to come up into your traps, right? Okay. So you need to push up in the ground more. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And screw your shoulders back. Now, you know, now it's looking good. There you go. Can you feel the strength there? Yeah. yeah. Right. Now you want to squeeze your. So you want to keep your feet together. Together. Right. And and basically clamp your your. So squeeze your bum. There you go. Okay. And then you want to be clamping your adductors like the inside of your thigh together. And your calves also together, and and your your toes together. So if you can do all of those things at once while keeping your belly tight and keep all the all the things tight, right? That is a maximal strength position to be in a plank, right? Right. So there's quite a lot of factors into it, and and you could be weak in either of those points. You're 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 looking like you're kind of in a good position now, except your back has gone a bit. So you want to be clamping more. You want to be pushing back a bit with your. Uh, I think you could be screwing your shoulders further into your back. Yeah, yeah, that looks good. But now you're coming into your traps a bit more. So you want to push up through your, through your arms into your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit bit more. There you go. There you go. There you go. You're shaking a bit now, which is which means that you're you're gaining new strength. Right. Yeah, yeah. But your your back's gone a bit again now. So you want to push up. Push up through So you want to push up right into the top of your back. Like that. Uh it's hard to do it without um Hold on. I'm I'm You wanna push up from here. 
okay. into the into there. So this. So yeah. That 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 good. But can you see how many points there are to Q? Yeah, literally. Right. So so there's that and and plank is pretty much. I mean that's one position. Right. That's that's the basic bit. So for example, to go into a press up, right, you need to have a good plank. Right. To go to go into a um even even I'd argue like so to, to have a good pull up you need a good plank because what is a pull up? It's that position. But with your it's that position, standing up with your arms initially there and coming to there, right? Yeah. So again it's the same shape. Mm. Right. So it's just it's it's just really quite good though how how, how you are you are so and like and analytical and, and and just knowledgeable about okay so if you do da, 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 and and you can you can actually feel that it is working the fact that when when my my, my elbows turned it was like oh, okay that, that's a strong lock there right it's an actual yeah. lock but yeah. it's, it's I find it amazing how those things it's like we don't have those naturally anymore like yeah, right. we, because we've essentially evolved into positions where so for example if you were to do like a press up in the in the more traps position you were you were actually pretty good right. If you do a press up in the traps position, it will give you one good two, maybe two press ups, but you'll never actually be able to build the strength to do like, you know, one arm press up or you know, more stronger like stronger movements. Right. Just because, because you're not you're only using tiny movers, and you're not using your main movers. So your main movers would be your chest, your lats, your you know your serratus, your core. Right. You're just using traps which allow you to do small movements that we're accustomed to doing in this position. Mm. Right. Rather than being you know, upright Homo sapiens in that position, right? Mm. <laughs> so that's that's kind of why, you know. And, and basically, the curve is, you know, you're a child, you're kind of running around, and then now you got to go to school. So any, if you ever see a baby do a squat, it's like the perfect squat you've ever seen, right? right? All right. But then, now they're stuck at school, so they're just sitting down all the time. Now they're stuck on computers. Now they're stuck in this position all the time. So now everyone's right. doing stuff with their traps. Right, and they're not engaging their their, their glutes anymore because they sat down all day, um, and so that just causes it causes weaknesses in in your chain everywhere. You want to make sure that that whole chain you had there is you know there's no weak points in it because the second you try to do a a move like an actual movement, so that's not even a movement, right? That's just a isometric hold, right? That's just you just be able to stay there tight as possible. But now you need to be able to transfer that to a movement. Because if you have if you have any weak points, like for example your glutes aren't tight, now the the uh, the power is not being generated across your whole body. Right. Right. So the power in your hips, for example, will be lost uh, because you're not your glutes aren't tight. So you actually need everything to be able to do a good press up, for example. Wow. So so yeah, the tra trajectory is that like you know once you now go to school, uh, you pretty much you know start declining in those major areas, uh, and then once you come out of school, you realize oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> Right, so now now you've got to relearn it all. You need to relearn the fucking thing. Literally, you have to relearn it all, and that's why there's so, you know there's so much information out there now about how to move properly, which should be something that's biomechanically, you know, okay, like a caveman, for example, a hunter gatherer did not have to teach another one how to squat, right? Like it just it didn't, it, you know. But it, we are now in a, in, a, in, a, in a state where we need someone to do that, right? Like that's you. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's that's uh, that's pretty much. I mean. It, that's pretty much the, the ethos is like, I mean, let's try to live more that way where you didn't have to learn how to do that, right? Like what, what's the trajectory that can get you there that you, where you don't have to, except the issue is that, you know, the audience primarily have to, you know, have to pick that up. So how do you A, learn that yourself and then B, translate to other people? Namely, you know, I think children, how can you live a lifestyle where they don't need to, you know, learn how to squat? Right, because it's ah, so quite so ridiculous. so not so so not only are you would would you, would you be like help, helping helping a, a someone personal in 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 their own endeavors to to you know lose weight to you know work work out how to do moves but but also if if they learn that then they can then pass that on to their kids and they can and and then then they can you know learn up knowing how to do the the right things so 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 it's not just affecting that the person who's going to be coming to see you it's also going to be a, a kind of follow on to other. Mm. Members of the family potentially. That's well. That's the way I hopefully see it. Like my, I think my big goal is to like be able to affect children in some way because I feel like the damage has already already been done. Like if a child, say for example, overweight until adulthood, has been sitting down the whole time and is now isn't isn't able to move anymore. Like you've already 
you know, you're already going to have to spend a lot of time and energy in getting that person back to where they need to be and why right. it's just too late, right? It's, it's a ridiculous scenario, right? Why, why wait until something's totally broken and then it's so that it has enough income to fix itself, <laughs> right, before you, before you actually intervene? So mm. ideally, you should be intervening at the earliest possible stage. You could argue, okay, that's just teach kids in school, but then you could also argue in earlier stages before the child's even born, make sure that the parents have enough uh, you know, have enough knowledge to make the right decisions for the kid uh, so that it doesn't grow up into a society sick and ill, you know, like, you know, more and more people doing every year. That's that's kind of the way I see it. Okay. Do you think, do you think, do you think one day you will work with, with I don't know, somehow educating kids via in the school system or or is it just, is that, is that, uh, or maybe not in the school system, but in in some kind of way? Do you mm. see that maybe in the future? Or, I don't know. I, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to, but I'd, I'd, I I see it working more by via the parents, right? Because I think good parenting. Yeah, I mean, if, if yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Good, I think good parenting can overcome ninety nine percent of you know kind of issues that that kids end up with. I think yeah. maybe not. Maybe that's over, overreaching a bit, but I think a large percentage. Okay, like more than you know. For example, how much time could you ever get with a child? Like if you if you were able to get like one hour a week with a child, right? And then you'd probably that'd probably be in a group, you know, to to affect you know, subject. Like you're you're not going to be able to exact much change on that on that kid itself. But if you if you were able to educate the parents well enough, now they can go home and they spend you know hopefully a lot more than one hour a week with a child, right? <laughs> and they're making all the decisions and you know they're feeding the child, mm -hmm. they're you know educating the child, they're you know saying what they can, setting the boundaries, etc then you can kind of, uh, you know, help people more, I think, in that in that scenario. Like, make people a, you know, kind of vehicle for change rather than just, like, directly, uh, you know, saying to the kids, do this. And and also, if you, say, for example, you educate a child in a certain way, but the parents are, are totally misaligned, then that just creates division. So that's not really that, I don't think that's really that useful. Yeah, at least you're in a, at least you're in a dynamic with adults to kids, where it's kind of a it's kind of one way traffic. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, and it should be good traffic, not just the sweary. You know, get out of my way. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Be, I'm after you. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, how did uh, yeah. okay? How did how did where did this idea come from? Where did it all? Where did where did wildlife come from? Where, like, yeah. Uh, great question. Uh, do you know what? I there was. I remember. I remember distinctly. I can't remember exactly when I started, like, you know, the kind of seed was planted or started, you know, germinating, whatever, right? Um, I remember at some point I was, I can't even remember where I was. I think I was in, uh, I'm going to say Argentina. <laughs> and I was, with, I was with my brother, which was walking Post somewhere. nose ring or? Uh, it would have been post nose ring. would have been post nose ring. But I think, I think the first time I came up with a caveman kind of thing, was then and I remember we were just having a chat and I was like you know I really want to start like a, some kind of thing where I, I didn't know what it was supposed to be or whatever it was like coaching or something I didn't know if it was supposed to be coaching or like a nutrition thing or, or whatever I, I think it might have been the idea for like the holistic kind of uh, kind of thing where you've got like your nutrition guy your um, you know it's like your physiotherapist your you know personal trainer or whatever right um you know, someone, a group of people that can list, you know, deal with all kinds of issues uh, that that you might have that affecting your longe longevity or health, right? Um, but the idea was, the idea was essentially do it a kind of caveman way, right? Um, and I sent to come with wildlife because it's infinitely more marketable and people kept, like the, the caves person thing kept coming up and it's 2020 and this kind of thing, right? Um, Good idea. Uh, and you know I'm I'm you know I'm kind of I'm aligned to the you know the the whole thing what people are saying, uh, and it's a shame that caveman has the word man in it because you know. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, it was never going to be caves person though. Was... <laughs> caves person, style, <laughs> cave right? person, style, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the idea was to do basically the 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 way I kind of seen things is the the more you're going against the grain of how the human body is supposed to operate, the more you're kind of screwing it up, right? So, and and often, often I find we're intervening with things that are kind of you know trying to over optimize. Like you know, the the way the way I kind of see it is I you know I think my second blog post on it was about this. Like literally, 
if you're going against what the body's trying to do naturally, like you're overthinking it because the body pretty much knows what's good for it, right? You just need to provide it the right inputs and the body will assimilate them and say, right, well, you know, I need to do this now, right? As long as you're expressing the right things you want to do, the body will adapt and it's an amazing, it's like, you know, you, you find me another machine that adapts as well as the human body, like it, it just doesn't exist, right? So, uh, yeah, so that is kind of that, that was the, you know, the very core ideology of the concept is, right? So, so what does that relate to? What does that translate to? Well, the first thing is, okay, so, so recently I went to uh, the, this um, thing called the Digital Health World Conference. I think we spoke about this in the last podcast we did. Um, and anytime you mention longevity to people, they would just say, uh, that's really expensive, isn't it? And when you talk about other things like fucking sauna, you know, cryotherapy, like all these weird things, you know, supplements, all this mad shit starts coming up, right? And and people, you know, people seem to have this idea that like if you want to live long or, you know, be ultra healthy, you have to, you know, start, you know, vibrating your muscles with, you know, electrical stimuli and like, <laughs> you know, doing blood flow restriction training or, you know, like training at altitude or getting in an oxygen chamber or, the, you know, buying all this mad kit that works out for you. So I don't know. And and it's just overthinking it, right? Like it's just... You know, it's it's, it's 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 overthinking it, but also it's it's like place it's placing the responsibility on e external factors, mm -hmm. on the, the 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 machine that will, on the 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 chamber that will. Right. Whereas really, it's it's yeah. I mean, there, there's enough there's enough things you can do that don't require you to buy something to make you healthier, or make you lose weight, or make you you know like get a six pack. Right. There's just so many things that can be done. Like you know. When I discover the wonders of bodyweight training, like I just cannot tell you how strong, you know, from from so, so, say a gymnast, right? Like they're literally they're literally training with nothing else but their own body weight, and just look at the bodies on these people. Like someone who does Olympic rings, like it's it's unbelievable. Like it's just and and people are saying, oh, you need to you know go and learn how to squat four plates to be able to do do this and that. It's just ridiculous. Like <laughs> just go. Like I mean, the, the main issue is now is space, right? That's literally the issue. Like a lot, you know, majority of people are going to live in a one-bed studio, two-bed flat, right? Or even like a five-bed house where there's five other occupants, right? So, so things now become difficult. So now to do body weight training, like you have to go to the gym. <laughs> mm. like you have to go to a place where there's enough space in a city, in a, in a city, to just train with your own body weight, and that mm. is insanity. But that's right. that's kind of city life, right? That's there literally just isn't enough space. So, okay, you can get inventive, right? But you know, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of where that's where society starts working against you, right? That's where the civilization starts working against you. Like, what? How do? How do you now? So, so the idea of wildlife is like, how do you now bring a, a wild lifestyle? And I don't mean like, you know, going on the lash and getting absolutely fucked every weekend. No, that's not what I mean by wild, right? Saturday's the new Tuesday. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, you know, going out on a Monday. That's yeah, heaven. What was that place? Heaven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, anyway. Uh, yeah, so essentially, be, be, being a wild human, right? Which uh, which is exactly the opposite of fucking going out on a you know getting a lash every every night. You know how how do you how do you do that within the confines of you know London, for example, right? So that's kind of what I'm trying to explore. Mm -hmm. It's just a journey for myself to say, okay, well, I I don't want to go back to you know I, I, you know it's impossible to everyone to just you know go back into our you know closest cave right it's just you know there's yeah for instance right there's just not enough space there's not you know everything's you know 99 percent of england's farmland or whatever right I, I you know i don't know what percentage it is but it's pretty you know it's pretty hard to go find a, a kind of wild place in, in the uk right um so so then so how does how how does someone do that how does someone bring the wild aspect into their life I mean, the answer to that question is I don't know yet, right? This, this is pretty much you know, it's part of the exploration. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, but I'm I'm trying to find out, right? So, so, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of little things, and it's kind, it's difficult to actually, it's it's difficult to get even close to the percentage I think you know people need. For example, for example, I'm trying to run an online business that requires a laptop, <laughs> right? Laptops don't function well outside in the cold when it's raining, right? Mm. <laughs> so I need to do my work inside. And it's dark, right? It's not, it's, you know, I, I'm lucky to have a conservatory, right? If I don't have a conservatory, like, I'd, you know, 99.99% of people pretty much don't have a conservatory. How are you getting natural sunlight mm. throughout the day? Like, it's imperative. I cannot explain how imperative it is to have natural sunlight. Like, 
I, I when I was in university, I used to function. Like I, I used to wake up at four p.m. and do my and and you know go to the library, right? Because I'd been up all night working. I was that crazy, and the effects out of my mental health I can see now, and and on my physical health I do I can't even explain. Like now I'm so in tune with the fact that like even if I have, you know, recently I stayed up to watch the boxing the um, the Tyson Fury fight, right? That started at five a.m. four a.m. or five a.m. Right? I was screwed uh, after that, right? And I, I can. I could feel like the decrease of my performance, like everything, just because I'd stayed up for for one whole night. And and there's even a stat like for daylight savings time, right? Have you have you, have you heard these numbers before? Mm-hmm. Like um uh for example, like the um so in in when when the clocks spring forward, uh so we lose an hour of sleep, well most people anyway, um you know, literally literally the whole country, for example, is lo- has lost an hour of sleep. So the effects that have on, for example, like uh, uh, harsher sentencing. Um, uh, have, you, have you heard the stuff for? Like, uh, like I think driving incidents. Like it's literally like most dangerous place to be on the road. Um, All because of that one hour of sleep that was lost. Right. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, like everyone lost an hour. You yeah. know. So I mean, oh, okay. It's the, it's the collective. Okay. Right. right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you even if you lose one hour, like if I had six hours as opposed to seven, I feel it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so. So imagine everyone getting six hours as opposed to seven. Every, you know, maybe you just answer slightly, you know, slightly less consciously, you know? Like someone to ask you something, you just answer slightly less consciously. Or, uh, you know, or or you just slight, your reactions are slightly slower. Like just slightly, but everyone's are slightly slower. Mm. Right? Think of the effect that has on the whole society. Um, wait, do you want to let a cat out? She's literally been trying to get out for about five minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um yeah so the, these i mean someone once called daylight savings time i, I think it was uh matthew walker he literally um the 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 um, sleep dude the sleep dude uh yeah. what's, what's the name of the book why we sleep i think i think i probably i probably got stole the stats from him i can't remember exactly what it is. there's a great podcast of him and peter Atia. i think you listened to, you listened to one of them didn't you mm-hmm. well, like on one of those, <laughs> one in one of those, uh, you know, six or seven hours, how many it was, uh, they talk about that. It's a, it's a Lord of the Rings episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Um, uh, so, so yeah, I mean, that's that's how important sleep is anyway. And and sunlight has a huge effect on your sleep, right? So if you're not, if you're not, uh, for example, like literally, first thing I do when I wake up, is I have a freezing cold shower because I like really grown to love it in the morning. Really get to my bed. Um, I do a tiny bit of stretching on this here carpet right here with with the little balls and stuff. You see, um, and I literally just go straight outside, like just train outside for a bit, walk around, bask in the sunlight. Like I'm pretty sure I maintain the suntan, you know, slightly like throughout the whole of winter. Mm. Uh, people so, kept it's just saying so vital, wasn't it? The the, the, the sunlight and the I mean, to be honest, like I didn't feel the seasonal depression at all this year, and this is the first year I've really. Oh, really? No, nah, zero. Like literally zero. And because, because I had pure sunlight on my body, probably more than, you know, put the the amount of sunlight I was getting my body in the winter, was probably more than I I bet you ninety nine percent of people in the summer. All right. I I and I, I placed a lot of money on that, and that was just an hour a day in the morning, right? Huh. <laughs> So and I mean I was getting I'm getting direct sunlight on my skin right so and and it's because I'm I've conditioned myself to have to train outside in February you know first of February with no shirt on for example shirt no like just shorts mm. so so I I've conditioned my body to survive in the cold right so when I come inside I'm not complaining it's cold all the time right I've kept my metabolic weight up so I'm I'm you know staying leaner uh and then I'm I'm able to receive much more sunlight and generate vitamin D, you know, keep my circadian rhythm as as uh, rhythmic as possible. Um, and and it's just simple things that cost me zero money, right? Uh, and and just trying to stay a bit more, you know, wild, like trying to not be essentially mollycoddled by modern society, not just, uh, you know, giving in to every single pain point I've got, mm-hmm. right? You know, if every single pain point you've got, you just buy something to, to paper over it. Then that's something you're now outsourcing to corp- essentially corporations and just not yourself, right? So now your body doesn't need to adapt to it. So, you know, now you know, for example, it's it's February. There's no heating on the house, for example. I'm working from home. 
Uh, I'm in a, I'm in shorts and a t-shirt. There's people walking around with scarf, hat, gloves, like inside. Every time someone walks past me, they say, I can't believe why you're not freezing. And the answer is simple, right? The answer is it's so simple. But, you know, I can generate my own central heat, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, you know, if I go to, I was at a restaurant yesterday and someone said to me, you know, someone goes, you, you don't have a coat? Like, I'm outside for like 10, 10 minutes. Like I'm literally walking. I've walked from the tube to the, to the to the restaurant and then I've walked from the restaurant to the theatre it was like 25 minutes like why bring a coat like I don't know like the wind okay it's a bit cutting but after like once the wind blows once like you just adjust, adjust to it but most people aren't even willing well, that, then, that, then, that then goes back to your to your your <laughs> thing you said about the human body being the most adaptable thing yeah the, the adaptable machine that that, that, that that is known you know the fact the fact that it, you know you've proved just then that you know if, if, if you get a bit of wind yes it is quite at the, you know but then you get used to it you just get you just get used to the yeah the cold of it it's cool like doing a so I'm I love doing the Sam Harris like meditations uh, on this waking up app so I started doing this like no with my t-shirt off right so I'd sit down like there's a lovely bit of sunlight that comes off in the morning like where, where I sit like on, on some logs and like the the wind's blowing and you know you can feel it like I'm now in I'm now in tune to like I can hear when the wind's blowing around the wall like in the garden and I know as soon as it's going to freeze up and at that point I can now think to myself okay the wind's going to blow don't flinch and I can sit there and I can feel the wind blowing and I can just go and it feels nice for my body because I can actually feel all parts of my body being you know excited in different ways by this freezing cold wind mm -hmm. but it's that kind of exciting and you can kind of you kind of build even more in tune with it. it actually, feel, it's actually like you just you just get used to it, and now, and now suddenly it's some it's another experience in in the world that you can, you know, you can kind of you know attest to. It's kind of so. So you you you're also bringing kind of mindfulness into your practice too. Is that right, or do you not like the word mindfulness? Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Mm. like absolutely. Like the the number one best way to deal with pain is just be mindful of it. Like if you focus on it and don't flinch and uh, be, you know, be open to the, and, and receptive of it, you, you'll, you'll learn to just accept the pain for what it is and not just say, oh, I'm in pain, I can't deal with it, right? If you, it's the same with exercise, right? If you, if you accept what the pain is, like your muscles crunching or you accept that you're, you're in an uncomfortable position, only once you observe that the position's uncomfortable or that, you know, it's freezing cold or whatever, can you actually learn to, learn to adapt and, and take what it is, right? And actually deal with the problem rather than rather than just run away from it, right? Mm -hmm. I used to I used to think that the best thing to do when going to the dentist was just not think about it and just avoid it. Da, da, da. And it was the complete wrong thing to do. Right. I, I went I went recently mm -hmm. and it was it was it was it was it was, it was, it was a hygienist. Yeah, it was a hygienist, yeah. But I actually I was like, no no, I'm 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 gonna actually like just face it and just be like, right, no, there there may be some pain in here. But it's fine. And and it, lo and behold, it actually was fine. Right. I mean, unless something goes horribly wrong, you're mm. going to come out the other side. Right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just and at the dentist, yeah. like, I mean, what's the rate of that? Right, just mm. like zero. Right. Mm. So, yeah. So, 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 so it's it's not. Well, I don't know. Is it's not it's not a one size fits all, but it's but it but but the the wildlife is just basically trying to trying to trying to get these simple bits that we've we've like lost over, yeah, civilization and generation. It's just trying to trying to basically be more in tune with them. Is that a, is that kind of the absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. it's kind of like you know i wish we could all just walk around naked like without uh without any reliance on technology or and just you know talking to each other like that's kind of the that's kind of it and okay technology is now part of you know everyday life that's kind of best you know best way to get message across to people etc so so it's kind of and that's you know that's part of our of our culture now so it's kind of how do you marry the two together that's mm. kind of what wildlife is because you know as I said, there's no, you know, literally every part, every corner of the globe is, is now, you know, got some touch of civilization, some touch of the internet. You go anywhere in the world, there's, you know, people with smartphones, you know, doing the kinds of things. So, so, you know, it's kind of, yeah, is it just the philosophy is just how, how do you, how do you bring that back into, into what the modern, uh, like into our modern culture? Mm. I like it. <laughs> That's great. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, where do people find you? Uh, so you can find them wildlife.coach. Mm -hmm. That's a web, coach, dot coach is a like it's like dot com, but dot coach. 
yeah, yeah. That's a new one. That's a new one. They released like a thousand or more new ones like the last, a few years ago. Right. And they're dirt cheap. Uh, so, and also just better. I think okay. uh, for some of them are more specific. So wildlife.coach. And then you've got a blog as well, haven't you? You've got a blog. So there's a slash blog is the blog. Mm-hmm. And then if you want, uh, so currently I'm, I'm specializing in weight loss coaching. So, uh, so on if you go to just wildlife.coach, you'll find the kind of weight loss coaching um, okay. page on there. Uh, and then the blog is more, the blog is, is slightly geared to weight loss, but just kind of general as well. Mm. Um, the philosophy, the, the, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one on coronavirus, uh, I think. Okay. Um, fairly soon. What's the wild way to deal with coronavirus? Uh, mm. So that's, um, that's in the pipeline. Uh, yeah just uh, that's where to find me anyway uh, for the moment anyway so mostly on the website yeah cool yeah. and i can i can i can definitely attest to just just how good i mean i mean i mean that that little that little thing we just then i mean i mean that just that just a picture of a thousand words and all that sort of thing um but the way that you've assisted my life and the way that you've um uh you know he- helped me you know work things out and, and you know just like tweak things here and try this and try that and just give it a go just try you know and and i've i've done these things and I'm at I'm at the 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 best way I've ever been in my life ever. Like oh, well, good, good including like oh. teenage years. Like Oh wow. Well, seriously, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Right, um and, 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 and again that is that is purely down to your to your philosophy and your help and your mm. your guidance. So oh, I can I, so I'm 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 a literally standing test of proof that it, it you you're fucking good. <laughs> and you work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. And 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 also it's not only it's not at, what 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 I think also is quite important is that is that it's 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 not it, it it doesn't just go into the weight loss or the um you know or the or, or the sleep whatever it's 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 it, it's wrapped up in this whole thing that also increases like self confidence and self worth and that's and and that's also something that I found through 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 like just 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 you know giving you a text or you know giving you a call is that is that is that through these things of weight loss da, 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 it's it's actually increased my like my, my confidence in myself my mm-hmm. confidence to actually go out and actually you know talk to people and and, and do this podcast and and all, this, all those kind of things and 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 that is a hundred percent down to down to your aid so oh good yeah, well. yeah. <laughs> that's good <laughs> it's it's, that's it's yeah that's true really, and it yeah, works yeah, cool okay thank you you're welcome right. I mean you've done like extremely well considered like from a self-experimentation point of view like mm. so I mean talk to me about your experience in that like what say over the last month like trying keto for example mm-hmm. um, so you had your motivation for doing it whatever I don't, I don't know if you want to go into that but then yeah also just the just the the process like what does it feel like to actually like say you know say i've read about something don't just take it for what someone else said like what what did what did how did you feel actually going for the process yourself well it's it's i think i think it's a it's a it was it was definitely a a sensual experience because it's it's not just um you know what what you've you've got to be very analytical you've got to be very um aware you've got to be um yeah pretty 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 in tune with your body and pretty in tune with okay does this work okay so i've just had a big lump of cheese there my heart's having a little bit of pain all right i'm not gonna have so much cheese next time Do you know what i mean it's this <laughs> it is this kind of like relationship oh, yeah, that it was yeah. and it's like okay I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have fish covered in oil ah it feels good i feel really energetic you know and and yeah it it, it, it definitely has has made me become more in tune with my body and mm. and and i know that if i now eat um i mean i haven't i've, I've not actually touched uh sugar i mean I've, 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 I've had like a little bit of like cakey things but only like homemade stuff but i'm i'm definitely now more in tune with my body and be like okay that is i, I definitely feel more like mm. and right okay so yeah, i'm definitely right. not gonna do that again or you know so it's it's it it, it definitely enhances that that aspect to it that that you just become more in tune with yourself and what works for you and and, and what doesn't but but actually trying it and doing it is mm. all, all all part of the the kind of visceral process of it really yeah right I mean I love what you said that it was a sensory experience like yeah. that is yeah yeah I mean that always makes me excited just thinking about that like just yeah. when you try something new on yourself and you're like okay let's let's just see how this feels yeah. like this and, and it takes like you know day, it could take days to, for something to happen and then you think ooh so, oh right okay so I've got all this fat in my body and I can't sit down I actually need <laughs> I actually need to go out for a walk right. I'm going to go yeah. for a walk right. and then I, I fucking did I went, mm-hmm. out for, I went out for a long long stroll and right. didn't get fatigued or mm-hmm. tired 
or shaky because my body was waiting for the sugar. It's right. like, no, 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 it's, I'm, I'm energized. I'm, 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 I'm using the fat that's in my body. And again, all, all down to, down to you and your, and your help and guidance, let, letting me know that I needed 75% fat or, you know, to, or, you know, just to not even, not even look at it like, like calculus, but just look at your plate and go, what's happening here? Like, <laughs> like what, like what, what percentage right now is, is fat carb or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and, and most of the time I was, I was, I was looking at it and being like, Do you know, what? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to get the protractor out, but I'm pretty sure that's about, you know, a good like 70, 75% fat in that. And if, and if you're in doubt, fucking chuck olive oil over it. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a good way to do keto for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, here, here's the thing, right? So, so keto is a very, ex- like, it's an extreme diet, right? Mm. So you kind of do need to be uh, wary about your macronutrient ratios, right? Because you need 75% fat, 20% protein, 5% carbohydrates, or, or you know, or, or 0% carbohydrates, you know. And th- those things can be manipulated slightly depending on who you are uh, and what you do. But there's kind of the numbers you need to be in. So you kind of do need to be quite wary of your food. But you still didn't have to weigh, <laughs> you know, or ca- actually count the calories themselves, right? No. You did it by eye and you did it by intuition. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's totally possible. So, you know, one of the things, you know, one of the kind of wildlife methodologies is like just never count a single calorie. Never, you know, just do it all by feel, all by touch, all by taste, all by smell. Like, you know, even cooking, senses, no? right? Use your senses. Like even in cooking, like, you know, never give a, uh, you know, you give, you give, indications as to like you know what kind of quantity you want but never give a measurement as to like how much salt you should put in or and you know how much how many you know tablespoons of this or that right only only if you're doing something like you know which requires genuine alchemy like baking for example Mm. would those things be considered but not i'm I'm not gonna lie it did it did start quite anal it started very anal i was like you know looking at the back of the center but over uh, over Mm -hmm. time i was like well that's just not that's not natural do you know what I mean, it's like it's like it's like let's 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 do the natural thing. Let's right. let's engage the senses, mm-hmm. and that is literally what happened. But know? I mean, you, you do need to go through that stage to some extent. Like you know, I've gone through the packet looking stage because I just didn't know what what was in what, right? Mm-hmm. And when people say, "Oh, you need to eat this percentage of this and this percentage of that," right? Make sure you've had, you know. So so at one point, I tried to make a diet. Like you know, I tried to eat thirty percent fat, thirty percent carbs, thirty percent, uh, you know, thirty percent uh, protein, right? Um, and so, you know, I didn't actually know what was in stuff, right? So I was looking at the back of packets, blah, blah, blah. and eventually I figured it out, right? But you couldn't, but now I could just say, look, Ryan, just do it by eye, right? Is it, hmm. You know, what, are you, what do you want to eat for dinner? Right, what do you like eating? Okay, you know, I like eating steak. Okay, well, all right, so just get a, you know, a, a fair size steak. How, how much do you think you can eat? How much do you want to eat, right? Get a fair size, you decide. You're going to learn. <laughs> you're going to learn how big it is, right? You're going to learn when you, now next time you go to the butcher's, Last time you got 300 gram steak, that was, you know, you were still a bit hungry. Let's go over to 350 this time, right? Let's go over 400 this time. You, it's up to you, right? You're, you're deciding your diet. I don't need to tell you that. Then you say, okay, well, right. Is the plate mostly steak, right? And is there like a good amount of veggies on there and, you know, whatever carb or, or, or you know, whatever you want to eat with it, right? It doesn't really matter as long as the thing isn't processed, as long as it actually looks like food, that's a good plate of food, right? Mm. And that's it. It's that simple, right? There's no need to overthink it. <laughs> mm. And and even key, that works for keto diet, you know, paleo diet, whatever diet, flipping diet you want. As long as the, the, you kind of, that is your, kind of, you know, your main plate and that's the food you're eating and you're not kidding yourself by, say, for example, snacking loads and then skewing the numbers, right, hugely without being aware, then then that's how you consume, you know, consume a healthy diet and you don't even need to think about it, right? That's the... That that's kind of the wildlife, you know. That that's the kind of you know wild human way of doing it, right? You would never, um, you would never weigh mm. <laughs> your portion. Like it's insanity. Like if you ask me, it's the mo- <laughs> it's literally the most unnatural, <laughs> uncultured way of looking at food. Like if you have to, you have to weigh your food, like it's some kind of, you know, like it's I don't know, some kind of like chemical or something. Like it's not. Yeah, right. it's, it's just you know, I couldn't think of a bigger disconnection you could get from 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 food culturally you know in a human natural sense than than weighing it it's just right. it's just that it's just that oh i'm full i'm not going to have as much next time or i'll have that for lunch tomorrow but right now my body's saying full can't fit any more in right why weigh right and 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 you and your body should be creating those signals for you right okay. you shouldn't have to think how taxing it is like every time 
you're going around and you know there's literally an opportunity to consume shit like at any moment in your life right pretty much any moment like even in this room i'm sure i could find something right <laughs> but it's kind of you know my, my body's dealt you know giving me the eyes like okay i'm in my bedroom don't need to eat right you know i'm in bed don't need to eat right now right but uh, you know some people have those urges right they're in you know they get in situations they find oh i need to eat or i'm not full yet or this and that right but but you can actually create you know you once you're getting those urges you, you've already kind of lost the battle right once you already want to eat if you're constantly having to stave off hunger or stave off the urge to eat it's it's fucking taxing mm -hmm. <laughs> so the idea is to just kind of get it so those things don't arise in the first place right so so coming up with methods that keep you keep you totally you know at ease level-headed don't have you know sudden urges of do you know uh you know requirements with dopamine or um or serotonin for example and just make make yourself uh just be a you know just just be able to exist by yourself right you don't need to you don't need to look at a schedule to know when to eat you don't need to um weigh anything to know how much of it you don't need to consult a recipe to decide what you're going to put on your plate and exactly what quantities right uh that's that's kind of the Think the sun's on my side today I gotta lease a life, I feel okay Need to call around, get them all out Jump in the car and get on the way Cause there's love and there's strength in numbers They can try but they're never gonna run us Down, down Speak as loud, it's like we're on a come up Fifth gear but they're never gonna race us Down, down